I'm having a one third third life crisis like I'm 31 I reckon I'm about one third of my lifetime I think um and yeah I've just like I don't know if you can hear it but I'm sick again I don't know how many times it has been this year already but probably like the sixth or seventh time but lately, like, uh, I think almost every week I've been getting, like, weekly nausea and vomiting. Um, but this time it would have been probably one of the longest times, aside from when I got COVID, that I've been sick. I always get, like, really sick. When I get sick, it's, like, really bad. I don't know what's wrong with my immune system. Or maybe I'm just really stressed. And, like on the surface like I try to brush it off like it's nothing like you know like what is there to be stressed about when I really dwell into it and I really think about everything that's going on like my head is literally just rebounding from one end one worry to another and it just keeps going and then it just compounds and then like, even being sick itself, it makes me anxious. Um, like, I can't make any plans. Like, I tell myself, like, don't say yes to anything because you'll probably have to cancel and, like, you know, disappoint someone. And um, no, I haven't really been going out much, to be honest. There's this anxiety that I'm going to feel sick and then I'll have to cancel. So why make plans when you feel like you're just going to let someone down? So... Um, so I'm actually really stressed because I've got some friends coming from interstate to visit and like normally I'd be really happy that they're coming but now I'm just like am I even going to be well enough to go out and meet them because I've been feeling sick almost consistently every weekend so I don't know like it's like a different type of anxiety and stress that I used to have like I remember couple of years back when my depression and my anxiety was really at its peak there'll be moments where I'll be in social situations like in unfamiliar environments or even in familiar environments where I couldn't I suddenly lost the ability to speak I can't remember if I had mentioned it in this podcast before but that was really scary for me because like I suddenly couldn't make out any words and then like people would look at me weirdly because I'm not responding and like back then I, I didn't think that I could have like you know, use my brain to, like, write it out on paper, but I just feel like there's all this fear of not being understood, and at the moment, I feel like not a lot of people around me know what I'm going through, like, they just think I'm sick, but I don't think they know the extent of how sick I get, um, and how often it occurs, so I've kind of become, like, a recluse, like, I feel like I don't want to get close to anyone, like, I just really feel like I've withdrawn into my shell, and, you know, once I was, like, looking through my videos, I used to be so outgoing, like, so extroverted, in a way, going out, making friends, you know, doing new things, and now I'm just reclined back into my shell, like, I don't like where I am, at the same time, I feel like I can't move forward, like, I feel like I'm trapped in a way, I've trapped myself, like, um, in my previous, like, podcast was about buying a house, and, you know, I've just been looking up 
on the internet is it common to feel so depressed after buying a house and it is actually quite common because um, even though like you felt like you were so prepared to own a house to get into a mortgage like that's what everyone wants like you know that's the desired goal of millennials these days it's like you know you think you've made it when you've bought a house but to be honest like um like being a homeowner is not what it seems like like it may seem glamorous that hey you can afford a mortgage you've saved up a deposit yeah that's great it's good like it's nice that you've met that financial goal but actually getting into a mortgage like it's actually very stressful and I feel like my brain has just got so much injury from that decision that I made like the very rash decision I feel like looking back all the regret um why didn't I go to more inspections why did I buy and make an offer for the, the second property that I inspected in a very long time like I just continue feeling regret for not buying like a more newer house where I might not need to do any renovations like I keep telling myself don't do the same thing that your sister did which is buy into an old house and then they you know there's lots of problems with it I have to fix it it costs money to fix it um and yeah, I told myself, buy a new house, buy a new house. But then I went and bought an older house. Oh, um, and my friends also, like one of my good friends also bought a house. And she also feels that, you know, stress of renovating an old house. I mean, I feel like I've been telling her it's all going to be worth it in the end. And like, you really want to hope and wish that. Um, at the moment, I'm just feeling doubt after doubt. And I did another inspection yesterday. And I just feel like that sealed my doubts. That I, you know, without all the fancy furniture that they put in um, into the house when you go inspect it. Like, it looks great with the furniture in it. But then when it's all gone, you just realise how desolate and, you know, you can see all the floors more clearly. Like, I saw so many cobwebs, like, so many broken edges of the um, kitchen. And, like, the oven was dirty. Like, there's shit everywhere. There's freaking bugs all over the carpet. Everything... That was hidden away during the uh, inspection. Like, I suddenly noticed it in this final inspection. Like, cobwebs on the... um, <clears throat> Where you hang your clothes and, like, the, dirt, the curtains are dirty. Like, it's, like, to be honest, like, where I'm renting now, it's not perfect. But, you know, um, even though it is dirty, like, I tell myself it's not my forever home like right now like renting I can leave anytime I want to like there's nothing that stops me from leaving like I can just give my notice to the real estate and I can just leave like it's dirty yeah but it's not mine like I can't change it because it doesn't belong to me like um but the thing is I think it hits differently when you bought a house and like it's dirty and now it's your responsibility to fix it and I just don't know how to fix all these things like I think what I don't know makes me stressed. Um, so then in order to combat that, I've been like researching a lot on the side of like how to fix all these things and then all the money and all of these like, um, you know, things that I want to do with the house, it's all going to take time, it's going to take money and like where am I going to find that time? Like, like you got to be around when you renovate. Like, so I'm just like stressed about these things and um, 
I think all that stress just builds up. And not only, like, you know, is it a lot of money that I have to put away for this mortgage? Um, I just feel like my whole lifestyle is going to change. I've just stopped going out. I just want to save money, but at the same time, I'm getting sick and I can't cook for myself. I can't do groceries that I've been ordering out. So it's kind of counterintuitive. I've been trying to pick up more shifts, do more hours, like work more to pay off my mortgage, but then I feel like I'm just so burnt out. I just feel like, what is this all this for? Like, um, so there's an endless mind of like, I have to work because I now I've got a mortgage to pay. But then like working more makes me feel so burnt out that I'm just literally using my, my sick leave trying to get better so that I can work more and to pay this mortgage. And then I just feel like I'm trapped. Like I've already signed all the papers, but do I even know what I'm doing? I feel like I'm just a big, I'm just a kid. Like I'm 31, but inside I, I have no, no fucking idea what I'm doing. I'm just trying to pretend I know what I'm doing and like literally I just don't know what I'm doing um yesterday yeah like I said like going to that inspection I realized all of the bad things about the property that I didn't know before like I went there once at night time and I realized how dark it was how dangerous it felt and then today in the daytime I went yesterday and I realized how many cigarette butts are on my lawn I don't know if it's from like the like next door neighbors or people just hanging out in my house and smoking but I just I just feel frustrated that I've made this decision so abruptly because my rent was going up and it forced me to take into action um and I don't always feel like this every time I made a big purchase um because I know when I first bought my car it was a similar scenario where I felt I was forced to get a car because um, I was needing to work and um, get to work and I can't use my parents' car all the time. And then later on, people would say like, oh, your car did so many miles. Like, why did you pay so much for it? Why didn't you wait until next year? And um, people were just telling me like, you should have told me, you should have you know, did this, did that. And then I feel like a lot of that happened when I bought the house. Like, you know, you should have done this. And I know you should have done that. And then like, you know, it's too late. And I just feel like I'm backed in the corner. Like it's too late. And I don't want to let anyone down. And... I just I'm just so frustrated at all and I'm most frustrated at myself like hey I like I just feel like I don't have anyone to lean on and I uh, and I just know like it's not the answer to get I mean I think it is a little bit normal to feel like this but I just feel really depressed from all of this um I just wanted to get that off my chest. I mean, reading articles, you know, they just said to, like, focus on what's the good things. Um, like, even moving into, like, reflecting back, moving into my rental. Um, I think when I've noticed there was a lot of issues with the rental property and I realised how bad my real estate agents were, like, I also felt the same way where I was lost. Like, for example, like, my key wouldn't lock and I was just worried about people stealing my stuff. And I had to learn a lot to fix it myself and, you know, like the gr- like the mold on the ceiling on the bathroom made me feel really depressed too. I didn't know how to get rid of it. I didn't realise it was so easy to wipe it off. And then, you know, eventually after many hours, I got the real estate to clean it, um, get someone to clean it. Um, and then, you know, I transformed this place where I live now into something that I'm really comfortable with and, you know, 
um, I decorated it a bit with like you know reminders of my home in Adelaide, um, uh, reminders of things that are important to me, and you know buying things that make me happy, um, and upgrading some of my things so that it feels like it's mine and. I know that it will take time to also transform the new place because at the moment I hate it so much. But that's how I always felt at the start when you know when you move into something new, you don't like it straight away, but you can make it into your own. And I guess the difference is that I can have more flexibility in what I can do, in my own space. It's just that I need to set it up first. So, and um, yeah, I I mean like I have to remind myself why I like the place and first place so I always feel like when I walk into a place I have this vibe and I felt like the open space of the the lounge room was like I felt like it was free like I felt this is like space like I feel free in this space like it's not crowded it's not like the other places I go into where the living room is tiny and you just feel cramped I just felt free and it's hard to find a house where you feel free and when I did in the past like it was always out of my budget so um and other reason I liked it was that that's there's not much garden to maintain so like it's concrete um and you know I feel like there was the potential to make this house better so um I feel like it's more like an investment property that I'll be living in and improving while I'm there. So like, I just want to remind myself, it's not my forever home. It's just a temporary home, but I still want to make it somewhere I want to live and want to, you know, come back to on like a tiring day after work. So I guess it's just embracing all of this, you know, this is home ownership. Like you're not always going to be, doesn't mean just because I bought a house doesn't mean I have to stay there. If I don't like it, I can leave. I can rent it out and, you know, rent somewhere else. Like, it's, you know, not dead money. It's my lifestyle, my choice. Um, you know, my choice, just because the real estate thinks renting out is um, dead money, it doesn't mean it. Like, it's your lifestyle choice. And that's something I'm really going to roll with because, you know, if I really don't like living in this new place, I can move. I, I'm not stuck there because it's, definitely been rented out before and I can rent it out again and you know after I've lived in there for a while I hope I can improve the place a little bit because it's very neglected um at this time so it's gonna be my little project outside of work um and yeah and the other things you know that's weighing on my mind always is like you know my project I just don't know why like this project just adds a lot of mental stress into my life like I feel like no one is forcing me to do this project, but I'm trying to force myself to do it because I want to finish this residency. Like, I don't know why I want to finish it, but I just feel like I've been working on it for so long. And, you know, nobody is, you know, forcing me to do anything, but, like, I've always been someone who forces myself to do things, um, to do things I don't like, and it sometimes gets me out of my comfort zone sometimes. And, like, looking back, I, I I do, like... Um, feel like hey I'm glad you did that thing that you felt uncomfortable with because you know like you've grown as a person like it doesn't mean that's what you always want to do um 
like for example like in high school like I I mean like in primary school I was super shy kid and like no friends and I don't know why but I went and did this thing called tournament of minds where I had to audition um to be part of this acting thing where we had to like do a play and like make all the props and shit and like I don't know why but I did it um and then I also like auditioned for aerobics and I didn't make the team but hey I tried I don't know like I mean, and I tried playing the violin, I didn't like it, I went back to piano, but, you know, like, there's a reason why you try things, and, you know, if you find that you don't like it, it's okay. Um, so I feel like I'm just trying and trying with this project, I just feel like it's getting nowhere, and I just feel like there's no support, and, like, I just feel unsupported, and I've just, I just ran out of, you know, ways to solve problems and I know I'm like almost there but almost at the same time I want to just give up I just want to give everything up I'm just like why am I trying so hard like what am I trying to achieve I feel like I've just lost sight of my end goals and I don't even know what my goals are anymore and I'm just like drifting through life trying to look like I'm still trying but at the same time I am trying but I'm not giving it my best and I'm just getting you know sidetracked by everything and then then there's an issue with like my actual job like um I got a phone call a few weeks ago to say that hey your um your contract's been extended but I've actually got any official paperwork or anything um I've just been told verbally they just said like oh we haven't made her do the paperwork but you know like my end date is coming soon next month and like I haven't got it in writing that I'm still going to be there so I mean also like keeping an eye out for jobs and I mean I applied for jobs oh I applied for one job as well so I just feel like everything's all over the place and my mind is all over the place and like I just you know I just feel very isolated I've been isolating myself like not going out as much um and when I do I have that guilt of you know spending money when I shouldn't because I feel like I need to save money for the mortgage And saying it all loud, loud, like all of these health issues, like health issues cost money as well. And and literally, I ended up in hospital. I don't know, like if you follow anything else, like I don't know if anyone knows, but I did post on my Instagram blog, um, Instagram eating food blog, that I actually ended up in hospital. I was that sick that. I, you know, I rocked up to work sick last Sunday. I was sick since Saturday, but I rocked up to work anyway. And uh, I was, like, trying to work, but I was so nauseous. I just kept vomiting, and I kept... I vomited three times at work before I realised, hey, I can't actually concentrate. I can't actually do any work. So I literally went to the team leader. I was like, hey, I can't work. Like, I can't, you know. Um, And when I, like, left built like the pharmacy I literally grabbed my stuff ran to the bathroom barely made it and I vomited into the sink I just I don't know what's what's wrong with me I feel like I know that it's all stress related but at the same time I just wanted to you know find out what was wrong with me like is my brain is something wrong with my head I felt so frustrated so I walked myself to ED like 
um, to the emergency department of my workplace and I just told them, hey, I'm like vomiting all the time, I'm feeling nauseous, I'm eating properly for days, I can't drink water, I'm just really dehydrated. And one of my friends told me, just tell them your staff, maybe they'll see you faster. And to be honest, I think they did actually see me faster, which is, um, I'm going to keep doing that from now on because I remember last time I waited for so long to be seen. Um, I didn't get to see a doctor at all. So I do feel like they do treat people with medical issues more urgently, people with psychological issues. Um, so that's the reason why I went to the hospital the first time and it took so freaking long. Um, but I didn't know if, I don't know if because I didn't mention I was a staff member at the start. So, um, I felt it was embarrassing to do that at the time. I do not know why there's so much stigma, like, well, I do know why, but I, I get it. Like, I get the stigma. I'm scared of mentioning of my mental health issues too. So, um, but the treatment is just so different. <sighs> So I went into hospital because I needed, I just can't eat anything, take any medicine, nothing. And so I got medical, I got an IV cannula put into my arm, onto my wrist, on my back of my hand and got some bloods taken, got two litres, almost two litres of fluids, medication put through the drip, some painkillers. Um... Yeah, I got all of that done and didn't make me feel better. It made me feel more rehydrated, but I guess I didn't feel 100% better, but I didn't want to stay longer anyway since I had not prepared to stay and was in my contact lenses. And the lady next door was coughing like no tomorrow and I was like, I'm going to get COVID here for sure. So... They were like, do you have a lift home? And I was like, not really, I'll just walk home. So I walked home at 9pm on Sunday night in the freezing cold, got home, vomited a few more times, tried to sleep. Monday, I spent the whole day sleeping and my concerned colleague who I told about my admission dropped some food off and medicines for me. My sister, who I uh, told about... um, and my brother about the hospital stay too, um, sent someone around with, like, fruits. Um, so it was great that they helped me out, but it's already Thursday, almost Friday, and I'm still sick. And I feel frustrated for being sick because I really want to work. I really want to get back to work get get back to earning money and get back to hustling and like preparing for my house like I had a slightly better day yesterday like I had to go out for the GP had to do a few things like getting COVID swabbed and getting more rat tests and got my medications filled and um picked up my guitar that I broke and I did the house inspection and I went to Ikea. I went to a few shops. I bought a bed. So I felt like yesterday was very productive and that's where I'm thriving. And I was hoping to be more productive today, but today I woke up and I was really unwell. I was breaking out in a sweat, fever, 
the cough and the headache and just felt nauseous again suddenly this tonight and I feel like I haven't done anything except for listen to a billion she's on the money podcasts um read up on a few things about washing machines and fridges and microwaves and yeah I got food delivery but honestly I haven't left the house I'm still in my pajamas I haven't showered even though I sweated and here I am doing a podcast on my sub story and I just feel like I haven't really told anyone all of this like in general and I guess yeah this is how I really feel like you know owning a house is a huge responsibility and I feel like it's weighing down on me but you know you gotta be I'm telling myself you gotta be like that little strong ant that even though everything feels heavier than you you just gotta build up and be resilient again and learn to stand up because you know if I don't take the step I'm gonna be forever comfortable renting and renting is renting is getting more and more expensive so I know this is a huge leap of faith I don't know if it's the right decision until you know later on um but hey it is what it is and you know I just got to do my best to look after myself so that I can look after the house and the mortgage so and another thing that you know that sort of just weighs in my mind and what people talk about is you know finding a significant other like honestly like it's not one of my priorities right now but I do wish sometimes that there was more opportunities to meet people but I don't really go outside from badminton but haven't really been going to badminton as much um yeah I just don't know how people meet people these days do I even like want to meet someone like I feel like every time I like someone it's just never (coughs) worked out or they just ended up with someone else and I just get disappointed after disappointment when I feel like I find out they're not who I thought they would be and I don't know why just chasing around these fantasies and they never come true and it all sounds really depressing but you know am I even like sometimes I wonder if I'm even attractive to anyone does anyone even like me I don't know I just don't want to think about anything like and I feel like it's kind of stupid to think that but you don't even need someone to be happy you just need a pet I feel like would all my issues solve if I be solved if I got a cat I mean that's one thing to look forward to I could get a cat in my new property and not tell anyone in the strata I don't know all the strata rules but hey like it's gonna be my house and my rules so yeah so one thing I'm gonna be looking forward to is getting a little pet when I move in so um but meanwhile before that there's a lot of things to happen and I've asked a lot of things for the conveyancer to ask the vendors to do after the inspection because it was so dirty I don't know they haven't got back to me at all so it's just a sitting game of waiting 
if they can't, whatever, I'll just pay for it. But yeah, it's always good to make sure like you protect yourself before signing any contracts. Um, I would recommend if you're just going to buy a house, get a conveyance to look at the contract before you sign it. Um, I made the mistake of signing it before I got a conveyance. So yeah, got tricked. Don't let yourself get tricked. Um, so I'm just going to end my rambling here because of all my life issues brought into one and I feel a little bit better to get this off my chest because I'm speaking to sort of no one un- or unknown audience of four people. So that is where I am. Depression after getting a house. And who knows, will I be better enough to go to work tomorrow? Like, I don't have COVID, but I feel like I have some sort of respiratory disease. We will see. We will see.